0: Book of Psalms. <coughs> Super <clears throat> excited when, well, not completely excited when I got this message because I really wanted to uh, stay in Genesis, but we got plans for that one. Um, just got to fall in line and just been praying on that. <clears throat> So, God led me to the book of Psalms, in uh, chapter 26. Uh, we're going to read the, the full chapter, and it's not a very long chapter, just 12 verses. Some people, 12 verses is a lot, but, <laughs> but it's a it's relatively small <coughs> passage in the Bible. We're going to stay in this passage uh, this evening. Uh, the Bible reads in Psalm chapter 26. It's the Psalm of David, and it says, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart, for thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with the vain persons, neither will I go. In the dis... <clears throat> dis um, dissemblers. Yeah, sorry. Dissemblers. I'm sorry. I cannot pronounce that word for some reason. Dissemblers. Okay. <laughs> I have hated the congregation of evil doers, and will not sit with uh, the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency. So will I come past thine altar, O Lord, that I... May publish with the voice of thanksgiving And tell of all my wondrous works Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house And the place where thine honor dwelleth Gather not my soul with sinners Nor my life with bloody men In whose hands is mischief And their right hand is full of bribes But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity Redeem me and be merciful unto me my foot standeth in the even place in the congregations will i bless the lord let's pray dear lord i just come to you this evening lord and again i just want to ask that you just you just give me the words this evening lord i i'm <clears throat> not too smart lord as <laughs> sunday school this morning i'm not too smart and uh well i need all the guidance that i can that i can get lord and that's i feel like that 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 this is the uh, the message that you've given me this evening, Lord, and it's all about guidance, Lord. So I ask that you can that you can just speak through me, Lord, and and allow allow what you've what the message that you gave to me, Lord, and how it spoke to my heart, Lord. I just ask that that you just allow it to speak through me, Lord, with your words, so it can speak to others, Lord, and in a manner that that is in your words, Lord, and 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 it, I just ask that it touches people, Lord, and that it really just. It really just helps them in their walk, Lord. Lord, I I know that that you've given me this message, Lord, and and that that it'll be uh, nourishing for our souls, Lord. So I just ask that that you just allow me to remain faithful, Lord, and and just speak through me, Lord. Set set the man aside. I just ask this in Jesus' name, Amen. amen. <clears throat> so when God gave me this message, and I was I was reading it, it was uh I was like, really is this? really what you wanted me to preach on? It was like, you know, and I think it's funny. God called me, you know, calls us to do things. And we want God to call us to do things. But when he calls us to do something and he gives us a task that we're supposed to do, we look at God, even though we know that God has called us, we've we've got to that point of having faith. And then we look at God and we're like, is that really what you want me to do though, God? It's like, You've gotten to the point where, you know, you've trusted in the calling. You've, you've done what he wants you to do. But then you have those moments where you're like, is that really God? Really? Are you sure? It's like God has, God has been sure this whole time. So I, I don't know what's come across my mind to think that he's not sure. But I was just thinking about uh, trials, like not <clears throat> spiritual trials like th- like literal trials like we're talking a court of law <clears throat> has anybody been to court jury duty you know how you get out of jury duty they'll ask you <laughs> they'll ask you if you'll answer fair you can get out of it oh yeah they won't have, they won't let you you can get out of it but jury duty, it's fun. I haven't done it yet. I hope not. I remember when she got jury duty. Not fun. But, but the whole point is the court of law, we have things set to a standard to, to look at what somebody's done, gather evidence, an examination that happens, the evidence displayed, and then there's a verdict, right? And the trial ends, the verdict was given, the final judgment, the final standing of the judge. It's it's been given. How many of us know that we're on trial? Right. This life is a trial. What you do here matters, and one day we will all meet God. We know this. We, we know what he's going to say. He's, he's either going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, or he's going to say that he never knew you. You're a worker of iniquity. And there are going to be ones that, that, that say that I did many great things in your name. I cast out demons. I did this. I did this. I did this. And he's going to say he never knew you. With that being said, is he going to let you in? Yes or no? You might ask yourself, how do I know? Which everybody in here does know. You've either accepted Christ or not. But this is not what we're talking about this evening. No. We're not going to go through and talk about about how Christ is going to be our lawyer. No. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about an examination. An examination that that I want us all to to kind of think about, to kind of let God work through and to kind of kind of look at ourselves. You know, as Christians, our fines were paid. Christ Christ You know, died for us, and we've accepted Christ. We know where we're going, but let's examine our Christian walk. Let's let's examine how we're doing. And the title of the message is "Our Great Trial." And the first point of the message is: Let the Lord examine you. The passage we just read, Psalms chapter 26, verse 2 through 9. If you look down in your Bibles, it says, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy lovingkindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with the vain persons, neither will I go into the dismembers." dismembers I have hated the congregation of evil-doers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocency, so I will compass thine altar, O oh Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving, and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men. Let the Lord examine you tonight. David did. Was David saved? Did David know the Lord? David thought it was important that the Lord examined him, even in his walk. Because David still messed up. Do we mess up tonight? Do we mess up as we, as we go through this walk, this, this hard walk, that, we, that we're walking with God, but we do mess up, so we need God to examine us. You need to be letting God see your flaws. Yes, God sees your flaws, but have you let the Lord examine you? You see, God knows your flaws, but He's, he's, really, he's really just waiting for you. I mean, yes, yes, we have, we have conviction, but unless, unless you're willing, unless you're willing to change, there's a point where God's going to stop. He's going to leave you to the reprobate mind. So let God see the problem. Talk to God about the problem. What will the Lord see when he examines you? Are you hesitant in letting God see your life, and why? Tonight, as 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 we're, we gather here, the usual Sunday evening crowd, are you hesitant in letting God see your life in 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 examination? You might say, well, I come to church on Sundays, Sunday evenings, and Wednesday nights, and I even show up to Bible studies. I'm doing pretty good. But God, if He examines your life, what would God say? If we really let God, if we really let Him see, which He sees, I know, but if we really let Him, if we really let them t- t- take a look, really let them really, really talk with the Lord and have a nice conversation with the Lord. A lot of the conversations wouldn't be too pleasant. Are you afraid of what God might say? Not man, not what a, not what a, a teacher or a preacher might preach, which God speaks through teachers and preachers. <coughs> but are you afraid of what, God will say about your personal relationship with Him. Are we worried? You see, we should be letting God examine us with everything that we do. Every action, every day, every sentence that we, that we speak, the thoughts that we think. We should be letting God examine us. We should be letting God examine You see, God is to lead our lives as Christians, and we are to let him. In Psalms chapter 119, verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you want the Lord to lead you, you got to let him in. If you want the Lord to lead you, you got to let him examine. And point number two, Let the spirit correct you. See, you've already let God examine you. You've already, God has already seen what's inside of you. He's like the doctor. You kind of, you kind of ask God, hey, examine me. There's something wrong here. You ask the doctor, you go to the doctor, you know, you, you might feel sick. And it, let's just say it doesn't get good. Like after like a week and you're like, all right, I got to go to the doctor. And the doctor's probably going to prescribe you with something, you know. It's the same thing. If you let God examine you, the Spirit's going to tell you something. The Spirit that God gave us is going to tell you something. Because in Psalm chapter 26, we just read it. Look down in your Bibles, verse 1 and 2 Judge me, O Lord. For I have walked in mine integrity. integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. David wrote, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Examine me. So he has asked the Lord to examine him. And the Lord will answer after examination. The the, the Bible says that, that the Spirit of God is the comforter and the convictor. Amen? So you gotta let the Spirit of God correct you if He's convicting you. If God has laid conviction on your heart, if God has laid out the problem in your life, and you're not letting God Fix the problem, then you're the problem. And the problem is that you're unwilling to change. You're unwilling to, to look at what God has given you, the Almighty God that has saved your life, and you're unwilling. To let the Spirit of God work in your life. You're taking, you're taking a wall and you're putting that wall in between God. God broke the barriers. He broke the chains between you and Him. And, you be- and if you're a Christian this evening, you have accepted Christ. So there should be no barrier this evening. You gotta let the Spirit of God correct you. In your examination that God has done on you, there might be some correcting God is putting on your heart and mind, convicting you. No matter, no matter how long we walk through this life, we, we still have our problems. We still have some of those sins that still, that still infiltrate us, that still come in, that still seep through. Sometimes we don't put on the full armor and, and we need we need the Spirit of God to convict us because if the Bible is true in, in saying that that God God will save you. If the Bible is true that he that he changes your desires, then the only reason why sin should be infiltrating is not because you're living in sin. No, because the Bible says that if you're living in sin, then then you're going the other way. The reason, the reason why, is because you you have you've let change you you've let pieces of your armor come off. You've let. The weight of the world. Or maybe, maybe it's just we're getting comfortable. The spirit of God, not just the convictor, but he's the comforter. And after he convicts you, and after you ask God to fix the problem, because God God will not only tell you the problem, but he is the solution to the problem. It is that easy, folks. And he will then comfort you from the, from the enemy. If you want the Lord to lead you, then you got to let God correct you. You can't just get saved and say, that's it, I got what I needed. God is who you needed, and God is who you need. If God is who you needed in the first place, like I like I just said before the message about what I thought the message was going to be. And God was like, "No." And I was like, but well, God? What why? Are you sure?" We do the same thing. God God convicts us and you and and we say, "God, are you Are you sure? Even though we have the feeling of conviction, we know it's wrong, but for some reason we try and convince God the other way. And sooner or later, repeated sin, repeated same problem, it'll catch up. It'll catch up. If you keep letting the devil Come in if you keep letting him infiltrate you without an examination from God and, and, a, and a conviction from the Spirit. I mean, if you don't if you don't want conviction, I'm sure all you can say is, Well, God, bye, but you don't want to do that because God loves you and you've presented that you've already loved God. We've already accepted that we needed correction in the first place. Why not go all the way through? You're o- we're only hurting ourselves as people. We are. I mean, you know, it's like, it's just like one of those things that, that God is standing there and He's, and he's given you the, the, the solution inside. Not, not even just standing there. He's inside giving you solutions to the problem. You have, pro- you have a sin problem. We all have a sin problem. Preacher up here is just as guilty. This is the solution to our sin problem. Satan keeps attacking, Satan keeps attacking. We feel further and further from God because we're we're letting Satan do that because because we are the ones that let Satan do that. And we keep letting Satan attack because it's us that's letting him attack because because the Bible is very clear on who we have to turn to and it's our own fault if the devil gets us. Because as Christians, the Bible is very clear that God will make Satan flee. Amen, so if you're not letting God correct you, if you're not letting God convict you, if you're rejecting the conviction, then God's not going to convict you anymore because he has seen that you've been, that you've been uh, uh, putting the world in front of him. He, you've been putting your, your, your sinful desires in front of him. And that is what the Bible says. And that is a scary thought to be left to our own desires, to be left unto our own sin. We don't have to be like that, we don't have to get to that point. You can make the devil run with Jesus. I don't even like saying I can make the devil run. I can't do anything but call on Jesus. I'm giving myself too much power. I'm giving myself too much glory. And even thinking that I have any any hand in making the devil run, I just call upon God. God is like, God is like the my firefighter, police officer, attorney. He, he's everything for me. And and all I gotta do is say, God, please, and, and I don't even have to finish it. He's there, he knows. I just got a call upon the Lord. I believe God doesn't make mistakes. Amen. Amen. So once you're corrected, you're corrected. He has turned you right. That sin... that has been been bugging you, that sin that that you have been letting in your life because the devil has no power over God and God has all the power over you. So if you're on God's side, what is the devil to God? And what are you to God? You're everything to God. God looks at us. God looks at us as his children, as we are. And if someone's messing with his kids, parents in here, what happens if someone's messing with your kid? You already know that. Get a little defensive. A lot. And if, and if, and if God loves you, if this is true, which we know it's true, then the devil, the devil has no room to be even close to your life. You realize if we, if we only, if we called on God every second of the day, seriously, if we called on God every second of the day, I believe that the devil can't come near you. The devil can't be around God, right? You call on the name of God, devil has to run. So if you're constantly calling upon the name of the Lord, even when the temptation comes to sin, open up the word. Because the word is what we were given. The word has a purpose. The word is everything to us. Jesus is the word. This is Jesus. Literally. His words. God's words breathe out. Jesus says he is the word. We... we, we have so much more power. We have so much more power with Christ than we think. And I fall short to this all the time. These past couple weeks have been hard. Brother Dennis, before service tonight, you asked me what's wrong, and I, I, I kind of told you just some things that are going on, people that have, been, that have been messing with me. But if I continue to wallow in my sorrow, if I continue to let the world beat me up, then I will let the world drag me down. And unless I take God more serious, and if I, unless I take God to his word, then I will sink. And the last point, and before we get to the last point, I want to make this point very clear. If God has corrected you, you've been corrected. So the last point is, let the Lord lead you. Look down in your Bibles to what we were reading. Psalms chapter 26. Go to verse 10. When my father and my mother, wrong one. (laughs) In whose hands is mischief and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth, In an even place, in the congregations, will I bless the Lord. Let the Lord lead you. Once you have been finally, finally been examined, and finally been corrected, once God has put his correction over you, the conviction has set in, the correction has been placed. Let God lead you to to, to, to avoid going backwards again, to avoid getting to the point that that God needs to correct you. Once you've been corrected, let God lead you. It's really simple. I mean, the way that God works is simple. If we just follow these steps, Satan, Satan won't be winning as many battles as we let him. Can God lose to Satan? No. 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 So the battles in your life that the devil's been winning, who's it because of? It's because us. It's because we, we we have that sinful desire, but that sinful desire is not an excuse. If you just let the Lord lead you, let the Lord lead you to the promised land, to heaven, all throughout your life, Really, the more God leads you, the less he has to correct you. But make no mistake, if God is leading you, he will correct you. When you are out of line, God will correct you. If we just let God lead us spiritually, if we just let God lead us, Spiritually, Sorry. our quality Sorry of life God. would be so much better. Sorry. We would feel Glory. more free inside. You Thank see, the thing Jesus. is, is God has the Thank has given Jesus. us the ability to feel more free inside. Do you remember the feeling Glory. that you felt when you gave your Glory. life to Christ? Some of us, some of us Glory. feel that way during revivals, during men's retreat. We we hear preaching that that you know is coming from God, from God Himself. You hear the fire of the preacher. You hear the passion, or you you hear the love of God through the preacher. You hear the softness of the Thank preacher. You hear the softness of God and you and you feel the you feel God all over you. You feel freedom. When you got saved, you felt free. But I'm telling you this evening that you can feel the like the day that you got saved every day. Every single day you can feel just like that, just close with God, like like he's standing right next to you. But 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 here's the here's the kicker. Here's the good part. God's not just standing next to you. He's living in you. God is inside of you. We need to start living like that as Christians. As, as God leads us, you, you ought to be thinking, he's inside of me. He's, he's my compass. He, he, is, he is where I'm going to. He is leading me to him. God's inside of you, leading you to him. You think about that? God has many jobs and God, God will hold his words to the highest standard. He does not lie. And if you just let him lead you, if you just let him, if you just let him do what he's going to do with you, your quality of life, maybe not, maybe not physically, but spiritually. We know the grip of the world. We know the grip that the world has, that the, the world, Satan, is why we've probably gotten to that point in the first place, because we let, we let it win. But if you just let God lead you, God is all it takes to make it better. I may not have a million dollars to spend, and I may not have all the physical problems solved in this life, Amen? But we ain't promised physical wealth. All these preachers out here preaching that you can have a million dollars, that you can have all this wealth, all this health, that they've never got sick in, in however many years that they've been saved and praying this, praying this one simple prayer that you'll never get sick. Some of these preachers say if you get sick, you're not really a preacher. I, I heard that one time. I was like, what? <laughs> like, see, we might not have physical wealth here but if i let the lord lead me if you let the lord lead you you might not be wealthy here but you'll be the wealthiest that you'll ever be and that is with christ letting him lead you he'll lead you to the promised land he'll lead you home how many of us want to get to heaven this evening the bible says pick up your cross and follow him don't drop it it's heavy, but if you let the Lord help you, you see, when, when Christ was carrying up the, his cross to, to the, up the mountain, he had to have help. Christ will do the same with your cross. Christ will help you carry it, and he will lead you. How many of us believe this this evening? That, that, that we let the Lord examine us. We let the Lord correct us and then lead us. Nothing this world has to offer amounts to the greatness that God gives us. Amen. The, the, the greatness that God has. There's a reason why this book is the most sold and the most stolen. Because it's got it's got a lot of answers. The main answer, though, is that it saves. That the words come to life and it saves. And if you're letting God lead you tonight, then I'd say you're, you're on the right track. You're doing pretty good right now, letting God lead you. But if you're not tonight, if. We've had problems with God, letting God examine us. And maybe we let God examine us, but, but the conviction, the correction that God is supposed to give us, he gives it to us and, well, we got to the point of examination, but we didn't get past the correction. Maybe, maybe you were corrected for a little bit, but, but you've kind of you've lost back into your ways. You've kind of took a few steps back. That's okay. It's okay. If you've taken a couple steps back, as long as tonight you move forward with Christ, that that you let Christ correct you because tomorrow isn't promised. Christ could come back at any minute if we lived our lives like God was coming back tonight, like we weren't going to wake up in the morning because we're not promised waking up in the morning then we'd let God lead us. We would would let God, the Spirit of God, lead our lives. We would live more righteously. So I plead tonight. I I, I beg you. God begs you. He tells you in here, but he's begging tonight. He wants to see you in glory land. He wants to see you. He says you've been missing way too long. So if we're having problems with letting God lead us, if we, the, if we need the two other steps before God leads us, then come tonight. Because it starts here. It starts with God, with your personal relationship with God. And if you let God lead you, and if you let Him, if you let Him correct you, then it then it only it only goes forward from here. There's no, more back, there's no more backtracking. You don't have to take steps back because with God, it's going forward. So come tonight because this could be your last opportunity. Someone could run the stop sign, run the red light. Boom. You never know. You never know. This could be your last opportunity to gather here. If you're not struggling with this, which all of us are, all of us struggle with a form of this world, with a form of sin, that that for some reason we just, we either conquered it, and now we're back in it. All of us struggle with it. Myself included. But if you don't have that prayer tonight, Pray for someone else that needs Christ. Pray for someone else that, that doesn't know the Lord. Pray for the youth. Hopefully, the youth can make a huge impact, especially here. I know that if we keep teaching the youth, they will. I didn't tell him to go out into the community He took it upon himself because he felt inside that it was the right thing to do. That that Christ was speaking to him. So pray for our youth. Pray for Brother Ronnie. As he leads the youth and his family. This is important. This is important. Because if we can teach the children this. If we can teach the children this. They'll make a lot less bad decisions. A lot less. That is our goal. To teach the children. That is what we gotta be doing. To be leaders in our homes. Let the Lord lead you so then you can let the Lord lead your home through you. Amen? Amen. Amen.